Arch D1079 Life FM. James here with you. Uh, fantastic to be here again at Marymount College, which is down in Hove, which is near Brighton, for people who don't know where Hove is. And it's great to be back here on the 60th anniversary of the school. And I am joined here initially with Angie. How are you going, Angie? I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. Great to have you here. And Louise, how are you going? I'm great. Fantastic. Now, part of the school community here, we're going to have a bit of a chat with some of the some of the girls who are here a little bit later about this, Angie. But music has been a huge part of the school community going all the way back all those 60 years. And it's still a big part now of the school in a very continuing way. What sort of stuff um, are people involved with in terms of music at the school um, at the moment? Well, we have a lot of different instruments like guitar, piano, violin, flute trombone drums and vocal yeah stuff. fantastic and there was a group of girls that went to mount gambia for um generations in jazz now this is a really big deal isn't it the generations in jazz thing is run i think out of mount gambia by james morrison the great jazz musician i think isn't it yeah we also have uh, once a year we have marymount's got talent okay and a lot of girls perform with instruments have you seen this before have you seen marymount's got talent yes for you, what has been? Is there been any one particular standout from Marymount's Got Talent that you remember? There was a girl named Jasmine. Ah, yeah. And she has a wonderful voice here at Marymount. Okay, she's actually going to be on the show later, isn't she? Yes. Chatting about the music stuff. That'll be cool. Looking forward to that. Yeah. And another thing that came up in this conversation that we were having um, just off air, Louise, was about this idea that at the middle school age, which is what Marymount is, it is a middle school for girls, years six to nine. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That whole idea idea of you know finding out who you are being true yourself is, is a really big part of being at that age isn't yeah. it yeah so we were talking about how going into a middle school as girls our age it's important that you are able to be true to yourself and not just change who you are to fit other people's expectations so being true to myself means that I can be who I really am mm-hmm. and I can express myself through things I like and not be like afraid of other people telling me to be different. Fantastic. Well, we're going to be chatting with a whole bunch of guys here. We've got a, a massive group here at Marymount to talk about these different things. We're also going to be talking about the CIA, which is probably not what people think is the CIA. It's a different kind of CIA. Yeah. You've got your own branch of the CIA here <laughs> at Marymount, as well as the Enviro Group too, a group that's very much involved in ecological conversion and all that part of what being at a Catholic school and Catholic identity is all about. I'm here now here at Marymount with Shannon. How are you going, Shannon? Good, thank you. Great to have have you on and Millie how are you good thanks so fantastic to have you guys on the show today when we were talking a little bit off air we were talking about this notion of especially here in a middle school environment at the age that you guys are at, about this notion of really being true to yourself and who you are a middle school though is a bit of a different concept that some people like myself Millie who went to like a primary school then a high school wouldn't be familiar with can you give us a bit of an idea about what like Marymount and as a middle school it is what makes it different it's year six to nine, so the year sixes and sevens sort of get a more primary school feel as well as being in a high school environment. So essentially like the year nines are kind of like the head of the school. They're sort of like the year twelves or the year sevens, depending on which kind of normal environment that you're in. Yeah, they're like the leaders. Yeah. What was your first impressions when you first started at the school? I went to a primary school that was reception to year seven. So it was really different having year nines as the leaders of the school and not the year sevens or even year twelves. So it was really different. And the fact that 
There are year sixes there who are still at primary school age, but we're being treated like high schoolers with more maturity. And so what sort of um, things about the school, Shannon, are kind of different to what you might have experienced in your old primary school setting? In primary school, there'd be a lot more running around playing make-believe and everyone's always just pretending to be all sorts of things, having a great time. What did you like to make-believe being? Kind of went between Ruby stars and animals. (laughs) So, yeah, a bit of a variety there. Oh, good. (laughs) And Cara joins us. Hi, Cara. How are you going? I'm good. Yeah. Now, um, another conversation that we were having beforehand was this whole idea that the groups that people hang out with in, in an environment once you sort of move up is a bit different to how it would usually be in primary school. Well, yeah, it is different as everybody's sort of separated in groups as in primary school, there's everybody plays with everybody. Yep. But in middle school, you're all separated. Now, Millie, I'll ask you a big question, I guess. Is it a challenge to, to sort of retain your own identity when everything's moving into these more sort of groups, these cliques sort of thing? I think because everyone's different, it's easy for some people and hard for others. So some people might want to go on the Oval and be really active when there's nobody there to do that with, whereas others who just want to sit and socialise, they're really in their element. So, and how about you, Cara? Do you feel that you're able to, you have the freedom to be your own person, be the person you want to be in all this? Well, sometimes, like, you sort of have to adapt to other people because you, like, you want to fit in, but you still want to be yourself at the same time. And what's the best way that you think that you do that? If you just take time and sit down by yourself, you can think about what really makes you, you. Well, that's awesome advice. Thank you, Cara. And thank you, Millie, and thank you, Shannon. It was great. Now, I'm here uh, at Marymount College, if you've only just joined us, which is is a middle school, like year sixes to year six to nine, uh, down in Brighton, and I'm joined at the moment by Michaela and Amelia. How are you going, guys? Good, thanks. Now, uh, Gabby's also here too. She's going to be joining us in just a moment, talking about this thing here called the CIA. Now, Amelia, uh, this is something that you're all pretty new to. This is something you haven't been doing for a very long time. Can you tell us a bit about what the CIA is and why it was that you wanted to join the group in the first place? Well, the CIA is the Catholic Identity Ambassadors, Mm -hmm. and I was interested in it because I love learning about the Catholic faith and about God's creation and I felt that I could learn more from the CIA. Oh, fantastic. That's cool. Now, Michaela, the CIA group does a lot of stuff um, here at the school. Can you go through kind of some of the things that the group gets involved in? Well, something that the group have been involved in is they've designed a new Mary statue for Mary Mount. Now, Gabby's joined us. How are you going, Gabby? I'm good. How are you? It's great to have you here on the show. There is a statue out here in the courtyard. We are just talking about it just a second ago. It is a statue of Mary, and you guys were involved in the design. Is that right? Amelia was. Amelia. Sorry, Amelia. So, can you tell us a little bit about the, the thought behind the design of the Mary sculpture? Well, we wanted to create a sculpture that was the modern day version of Mary, what we believed what Mary would look like if she was on earth today. Okay. And we talked about things like she would have an open hand and she'd be she'd look caring and loving and that she would be accepting to things. Oh, fantastic. And look, I've been out there to have a look at it. It's really, it wasn't what I was expecting because before I came today, someone from the school was saying, oh, you know, we've got this statue of Mary out in the courtyard. And when I walked in, I was like, oh, that's different because the whole design is actually quite a, like, it's a very sort of modern design. It's not necessarily kind of lifelike. It's more sort of figurative sort of thing. Was that part of the idea behind it, that it wasn't meant to look kind of lifelike? That was kind of what the 
sculptress, like does sculpt, sculpt, sculptor. Mary was supposed sculptor, to be like sorry. really like a young child like us, like all. Oh, okay. So yeah, sort school, of yeah. relatable so to them. In the school, we have Mary as a role model. We had a six-year anniversary uh, mass, and I spoke. Um, I unveiled Mary, the sculpture, with Sarah, and she's also in the Catholic Identity Ambassador. When I unveiled the sculpture, I was actually quite proud of myself and um with mary we had archbishop with us and we took a photo with him i like mary because she was like young not like how Mm. she was like a mum. and um i liked how she was holding a basket with like daisies and had things in her hair it was really nice Uh, and she looked different than what i was expecting but Mm. it was really good and it's a big thing the event was a big deal wasn't it? there was so many people there yeah. i actually saw the pictures in the southern cross and all that stuff where the um the, the sculpture is is actually right in the middle of the schoolyard and people kind of go and sit with mary quite often yeah, don't they like a bench and you can sit and have lunch there just sit with your friends and just hang out there that's all yeah. i thought that was a really clever part of the design to actually have a kind of not sort of off and behind something or above something actually in with everyone um sort of sharing the school with her it's actually a really good place because um, we had a older Mary sculpture, but it was getting real old and mouldy and like, it, not mouldy, but like it was it getting could've. old and it was about to like falling apart. And so um, it wasn't made of fabric, was it? Or no, because no? it it's been there for a long time. The design, okay, the <laughs> idea it, of it yeah. was to interact with Mary. Yeah, it's it's brilliant, and you guys are doing fantastic work. It's great to have you on. Thank you, Michaela. Thank you, uh, Amelia. Thank you, Gabby. I am here now with Lauren and Paris. Jasmine's going to be popping up in a second. Lauren, great to have you here. Hello, I'm hey, very excited. Oh, wonderful. So am I. And Paris, great to have you here too. Thanks for having. Now, you guys are really heavily involved in the music program here at Marymount. Um, Lauren, can you tell us a little bit about your involvement, the sort of stuff that you get involved with here? I am the music captain, so I help run all of the ensembles, give the music directors a hand and run some of the ensembles myself. Wow, you actually run them yourself? Yeah, we have a ukulele ensemble that I got started up. So I run that and I also run rock band. I'm also involved in concert band and stage band. So... Um, How did you realise that you had a passion for music early on? When I first started at Marymount, I got my enrolment forms and it had learning a musical instrument forms. And I'd played the guitar for a little while in primary school, but I wasn't very good at it. And I went, but I still want to play an instrument and I want to play like a cool rock instrument. So I put my (laughs) name down for drum lessons. And after about two or three, I just knew that that was all I ever wanted to do in my life. The drums. I started with the drums. How did your parents react to that idea? Well, (laughs) they just assumed that I, you know, wouldn't dedicate my entire life to it and they'd only have to put up with it for six months or so. Ah, okay. That did not happen. Here we are four (laughs) years later. How about you, Paris? What do you get involved with the music program here at um, um, Marymount? Like Lauren, I'm the vice music captain, so I help out as well around. So I'm I'm in like music leadership royalty here, basically. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay, cool. I'll I'll be penitent. <laughs> I do pretty much some things like Lauren. I help out where the teachers need. I can help out with some of the music groups as well. And And what's your instrument? What's your passion? I sing and I've been doing it for over eight years now. You must be pretty good. 
I guess I'm all right. <laughs> she is good. She's Thanks. doubting herself, but she's good. Now, Lauren, there's a whole stack of different um, ensembles and things that are offered here at the school. What can, if people do get involved with music at this school, what are the different options I have available to them? Um, well, just about anything you can think of. Um, we do private lessons where you can learn just about any instrument, even things like bassoon, if that's what you're into. We have lessons for just about everything. We've also got so many different ensembles. We've got the concert band, the stage band that goes to Jen and Jazz every second year up at Mount Gambier. Um, We have the rock band, the ukulele ensemble. We have Dolce. We have festival choir and we have our liturgical angels that sing at all our masses. Man, that's a lot. And how many of these are you involved in? Um, Lots. I can't sing, but anything else I'll get into. Okay, now Jasmine has joined us as well. How are you going, Jasmine? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic to have you on the show here today. Now, music, very, very big part of your life. I heard a bit of some of the stuff that you were doing earlier. Amazing kind of great R&B voice that you've got. Did I hear that you're only in year seven? Is that right? Yes. That's (laughs) nuts. How did you get into this in the first place? What did you realise you had a voice like you do? According to my parents, I've been singing since I could talk. I'd be in the car just humming Jeez, your first words would have been really freaky. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been singing all my life pretty much and it's just something that's always been a part of my life and I'm hoping will always be a part of my life and it's just something I really enjoy doing. Mm. Now, um, Paris, do you guys do much together? Like, do you actually do the same things? Yes, yeah. we are. We're in Dolce together. Which okay, is really well, explain fun. what Dolce is. Dolce is a group of girls that sing together. We sing all kinds of different songs. We can sing modern, jazz, anything really. If you had to choose a song that you enjoy singing the most, what would that be? At the moment, we're singing a song that Jazz has made, and it's all really yeah. Usually, Dolce sings a lot of maybe jazz music, and that's great. But I really wanted to bring in something kind of new, something that we've never really done before, which is pop music. Okay. So I've got a Nicki Minaj song, "Bed of Lies." Um, I've got Titanium from Sia, mm. and then we've got Brave from Sarah. I can't say her last name. Belayles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you guys are obviously no slashes at this. You talk about pretty vocally demanding songs here. Yeah. Yeah. You up for the challenge though? Yeah. And it's three part harmonies for really all of those songs. Yeah. And it, it just comes together really nicely when it's done. And I love being part of that environment. It's yeah. really good to have a group of girls who can all sing and we all love the same thing. Well, it's been inspiring to speak to you all. Uh, Jasmine, Lauren and Paris. Thank you so much for coming on. Now, we are here at Marymount College if you've only just joined us welcome um we're going to be chatting a little bit now about this thing they've got here called the enviro group i'm here with shannon ash and sarah i do apologize sarah i called you sarah i feel terrible i feel really really bad i hope one day you can find it in your heart to forgive me (laughs) okay now shannon great to have you here how are you going? I'm good, thank you. Good, good. Uh, now, can you tell us a little bit about what is this thing, the Enviro Group? What's it all about? Well, it's really a group of girls who feel like we can really improve how the environment has been treated recently. Well, in the past. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, for a while, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So pretty much what we do is we like to um, learn a lot about the environment and how to take care of it. So really just um, making it 
like a better thing to be a part of. Now, why did you get involved in this in the first place? How does this speak to you in terms of taking care of the environment and all that kind of stuff? Well, I guess it's just one of those things that have been a bit part of my family. Like usually I'm the kind of person who's on stage or something, but when I'm not, I'm usually with my dad in the garden. Um, He did a lot of gardening when I was little and okay. I'd always kind of want to learn from him. When you actually get out in the garden, what sort of stuff do you like to sort of get involved well, in? Well, I really enjoy like planting like new things mm-hmm. and and just seeing how much the garden has changed because it changes all the time. And I guess we're at that, that moment at the time where the seasons are changing and like literally overnight the garden was completely different, doesn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Lovely. Now, Ash, can you tell us a little bit about... Oh, hi, Ash, by the way. How are you going? Good, thanks. How Great to you? have you here on the show. Now, can you tell us a little bit about um, the sort of stuff that you do here with the Enviro Group? Talk us through a normal day. You guys get together, you do something. What do you do? Sometimes when we meet up, we will learn about how to use the Bakashi bins, which we're going to be doing soon. On some Tuesday lunchtimes, we can go out into the garden and help just like pull out the weeds and do stuff like that. What do you see as, as most important about um, getting involved in the Enviro Group? It's very important to me because when I'm older, I would love to be a marine biologist. So Okay. Have you yeah. had that aspiration for a while? Yep, ever since I was little. I go on the water any season, any weather. So whenever I go swimming, like I normally see rubbish. So I used to do this thing when I was little because I used to live up in the country. So whenever I went down to the beach, it was once in a lifetime. So I used to bring a bag in the water with me and pick up rubbish just out of the water. <laughs> just random. Do you reckon there's a big connection between people who don't get a chance to go to the beach very often uh, when they're young and kind of like a real desire to want to do it? Because it's like, you know, you know, I've spent so much of my childhood so close to a beach, but yet I kind of go, you know what? If I honestly didn't go to a beach again, I don't know if I'd be too bothered by that. Because, mm, yeah, I guess that when I was little, whenever I saw, took so long just to get down to the beach. So whenever I saw people disrespect it, I almost felt hurt. Like, oh, you just do oh, that wow. for normal. So Now, Sarah, yes. am I saying it right this time? Yes, and I do forgive you. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> now, uh, Sarah, the Enviro Group, um, this is something that's been going on at Marymount for quite some time. Yes. It's quite a long history. Why is the Enviro Group such a big part of Marymount? Well, I guess it's because, I mean, if you do litter and you do drop rubbish or you do anything to harm the environment, it takes a big toll on other people. Mm-hmm. And also we need to think about the future generations and the future students coming here. If we wreck it, then they don't have a place to enjoy it as much as we did. There's also a big part, I guess, to do with the fact that, you know, Marymount is a Catholic school. Mm-hmm. There is actually a big Catholic call in terms of our own, the social justice teachings around environment, isn't there? Yes. And that is stewardship. Okay. Can you talk a little bit about that? So basically stewardship is uh, we need to, caring for things. You need to treat things the way you want to be treated. So you would need to treat the environment how you would like to be treated. Well, that's fantastic. Well, look, guys, it's been great talking to you and you guys do amazing work. And, you know, the reputation of the Enviro Group here at Marymount does actually precede you. It does get out there, yes. out into the community. So, so Ash, Sarah and Shannon, thank you so much for coming on ArchD. Thank you for having us. That's about all we've got time for here today. I'm joined back here again by Sarah. I've got to remind myself, Sarah, exactly how to pronounce your name. We've been having a lot of fun with it. Although you're holding out on actually pronouncing the surname. 
You wrote it down, but you won't say what it is. No, because it's a secret. Why is it a secret? Everyone has to learn how to say it. Everyone has to learn. Well, if you tell us, we'll learn and we'll come back and we'll we'll have another go at it. No. No? Okay, fine. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay, that's fine. That's up to you. That's totally up to you. Uh, and Ash, great to have you back on too. Thank you. So, what do you reckon? How's the show been? Is, has it been doing this whole idea of recording for radio? Has it been the kind of thing that you were expecting or has it been a bit different? It's been really fun. Yeah, just getting to know everything, how it works. Has there been anything that's been a particular surprise? That's been different to what you thought? Well, I thought there was going to be like three people and that was it. But when I came in, there was like 12 people sitting here. But it's been really fun to kind of incorporate everybody. It has been really good. And it's been great. The, the, the difference is usually when we do these sorts of things, everyone kind of puts their name down for one particular area. But with you guys, everyone kind of had a bit of a go at everything. So you've all been working doing the music programming side all been working on kind of the sort of stuff that we'll talk about over the course of the show as well mm-hmm. uh, as well as and I guess once we're all done with all this part we get to learn how to do all of the technical production post stuff to make it all sound like a proper radio show so you all in for that Ash? Yep. You ready to go? Um, well it's been absolutely fantastic having you guys on. Did you guys want to have any shout outs at all before we go? Yeah I want to give a shout out to my friend Emma because Ever since I told her that I'm going to be on the radio, she's like, Sarah, 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 here and there. Please give me a shout out. <laughs> so I'm like, um, I'll give her a shout out because okay. she's a really good person. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, Ash, you were you were going to do a shout out. You still want to go through with the one you were talking about. If you want to, that's fine. <laughs> that's okay. I'm just saying I don't know whether or not you'll get the ultimate value out of it. But you can go for it anyway. I won't do that. I'll give a shout out just to Shannon because she did this with me, even though she's been on the radio. <laughs> I won't. Thank you, Shannon, for being a great friend. Oh, wonderful. Did you want to give that extra shout out as well, the one you were talking about beforehand? I'm giving you two for one. Okay. An extra shout out to my dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'll give it, I just want to say one more thing. Thanks to my sister. Well, she, my sister's only young, but okay. she also knows that I've been on the radio. And she's like, Sarah, did you travel on this big bus to this big studio with like the most professional recording yes, equipment of absolutely, all time? Absolutely, absolutely. And, <laughs> and yeah, she's but she's she can she can be annoying most times, but I really I love her. But isn't that really the wheelhouse for younger siblings? They are supposed to be a bit annoying, but you're supposed to love them more than anything. Mm -hmm. Isn't that the idea? Well, it's been great. And a huge thanks to Miss Jonas as well for doing all the organising, getting everyone along for this. We are here every Wednesday night from 9, every Saturday night from 10. Stay tuned to 107.9 Live for more of your music, and we'll see you again in a few days. Bye. Bye. Bye.